Hello and welcome to 20 Tim Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health in a serious but yet humorous way. Listen as I interview a wide variety of guests where we show our support as well as sharing our own personal struggles and stories with mental health. I am your host, Tim McCarthy, and now it's time to talk about it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of 20 Tim Minutes. I am joined by a guy that I sought out myself. I think he has more energy than me. I got to introduce you to Cody Rain. Cody, how are you? I'm phenomenal, brother. Thank you so much for having me, man. You you got to remember, dude, like I'm just nonstop making magic. I do not stop moving because I love everything that I'm up to, bro. So we just keep that momentum going and, and, and shine it with a smile, man. And I felt it. I don't even know how I found you, but I found you. I was like, I need to talk to this guy and like be his friend or something. Bro, so, dude, it's, it's interesting what happens when the universe goes, we know what you want. We're like, we're going to align you. We're going to set you up. But, you know, at that point, you got to realize, man, you took the initiative to reach out to me. And I was like, this guy's awesome. Let's go. And your reply time was impeccable. I was like, I thought it was an automated reply. And it was just you. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. and we're on different coasts. You're on, you're in California, obviously, right? Yeah. Yeah. San Diego. <laughs> so I, I appreciate it. It was awesome. And then I was writing out a list to like give you an introduction. I'm like, I don't have enough room on my board to, to say that. I'm like <laughs> ex-alcoholic, liver failure survivor, social yeah. media uh, contributor, like what is it? Uh, social media influencer. influencer. I always forget that word. Yeah. Uh, help people um, six step programs with alcoholism, getting sober, helping yeah. them get sober, mental health. You contributed to a book, so you're an author, bestseller. Like I was like, you know what? I'm gonna tell tell him to tell his story because I'm done writing. My arm was hurting. Um, so yeah, let, let's. I want to start off with the liver failure uh, survivor because yeah. that catches everyone's eye. It caught my eye. Like the numbers of that are insane. So kind of kind of talk about you and that because <laughs> I yeah, think everyone man, listening I'm probably cool. is like, what? No, one hundred percent. So I, I've got my TikTok family, man. Um, so let's let's talk about real quick social media influencer. Yeah. My TikTok family gets the the best of that story. They join me every single day on TikTok and uh we talk about not just sobriety but becoming beyond sober, man. What what that actually entails, like not identifying as an alcoholic, all that stuff. And the reality is is I had a 24-year drinking career. So that was a majority of my life. I'm only 36. I'm not even 36. I'll be 36 in May. <laughs> and so I started drinking alcohol at eight years old and I was raised very typical, right? Um, for, we'll say for someone to end up the way that I did, it's a typical situation, rough environments, um, lack of parental guidance, lots of negative influences, lots of paranoia, unsafe so things where alcohol kind of is going to be the solution is obviously, you know, how it became such a major staple in my existence. Um, at 14, I was getting up and going, you know what, I can't even sleep. <laughs> I'm just going to drink a beer. And, you know, obviously there's tequila in the house and all that stuff. And keep in mind, I didn't start abusing alcohol until I was an adult, until I was a celebrity DJ playing around the world. Uh, that became, as, as I was chasing my dream, it doesn't matter where I went, whether I was playing in a tourist town, where I'm playing in another state, if I'm playing in my local community, alcohol was everywhere. People stopped, you know, tipping you with money as an artist and, and can you continue to tip you with alcohol? And I put a video out today about it. It's like, you, you kind of have this, this social obligation to drink with the people who are supporting your success or your dream. So because of that unhealthy mindset, that's when I started to wake up shaking and I could not even function. I mean, the worst of it was I was on my knees in my kitchen and I had to call a nurse that was a friend of mine and she had to pour alcohol in my gullet just so I can take a few shots as it's spilling everywhere and I can get back to normal. Um, I did that for years, man. Damn. And uh, eventually it caught up to me and uh, that's how I end up. I ended up losing my house, lost my car, lost my job, lost all my money, lost my friends, stopped talking to my family. Um, in debt, IRS, student loans, everything crumbled. Everything was ripped away. Then I started dying, woke up bright yellow, throwing up blood, um, and ended up in four hospitals, an experimental research facility, was tortured for 250 hours, spent 18 months recovering, had to learn how to walk again. And, uh, 
And so I haven't had alcohol since July 17th. 2017 july 11th 2017 i was gonna say i had 11th written down i'm like wait yeah, yeah, i did 11th. my research <laughs> see look it's it's so i've gone so far beyond sobriety i don't even remember my own dates anymore like even kind of like looking back at my own birth date i'm like i'm born in may right the 21st yeah i'm a gemini it's <laughs> when you're focused on your future you spend way less time in your past and that just becomes just a distant memory and that's like one of the, the biggest goals with uh sobriety is that kind of just forgetting that date right because i know with aa you, you get those chips for like uh getting to like x number a day or whatnot yeah. did you go that route with, with aa with aa i went there because i thought that was you gotta keep in mind I, I went to AA because i didn't qualify for a liver transplant they're like, you have to be six months sober. And so in order to do that, the only way you're going to do that is to do that in AA. I'm like, oh, okay, well, there's no other options. And I would like to live. So let me go to AA. Went to AA and I was there for a month. I collected my chip. And there's a lot of people that are in, I, I love AA. It's amazing. It's just not for me. Right. I am an, an expressive, creative, expansive, quantum human being that doesn't, enjoy formality like i would I, I give me the ingredients and i will bake a cake but if you force me to bake a cake i'm not making anything right? <laughs> so because of that environment i was like you know what there's got to be a better way for me to expand in an organic way that's also healthy and that's why you know i went into the gym i was there i, I was only able to lift 15 pounds i was 142 now i'm 190 you know, I'm, I'm the shoulder guy. <laughs> you recognize me when I walk through the gym now. <laughs> That's, uh, to back up with the liver failure too, because I saw the photos and at first, because I'm not too well versed in like the, that part of alcoholism. You look like yeah. you were radioactive. <laughs> it was, I was like neon. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So you yeah. are an anomaly. Like that does mm-hmm. not happen. Aside from the very, very unique set of events that had to occur perfectly for me to have the opportunity to be, to not die, to get the support that I needed. Aside from that, more people die from drinking a 10th of what I did. So for me to get there, get the support, go through this research facility, have them just it's like superhero stuff. It's like the stuff that they put you, they torture you. You have to, you have to go through this. And so the yellow that I was, was almost neon. My people go like, were those contacts? Yeah, dude. Is that Photoshop? I'm a professional Photoshop artist. I can't even create that yellow. (laughs) When I walked in, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't walk in. When I was rolled into the hospital, the first thing that happened is they had to put me into surgery because the veins had opened up in my throat. So I was bleeding into my stomach. And so that's how I ended up in the hospital is I was throwing up blood. Right. And this happens. It's called uh, esophagus ascites or esophagus varses. Um, It happens to a lot of people. I know there's a lot of people in my inbox that are thankfully after we talked are not throwing up blood anymore. (laughs) Yeah, but it does happen. So they had to throw me into surgery, sew those veins up. So I didn't, you know, obviously continue drinking my blood. But when they rolled me into these different rooms, the first thing that the doctors would say is, nurse, come here. This is what death looks like. If you see anybody that looks like this, just know that they're not going to make it throughout the week. This is this is end stage. So they use me as like a number, as a statistic, which is really insane to think about. Yeah. Because I had to accept, my fiance had to accept, my two stepdaughters had to accept that I would be dead within the week. So given the extreme circumstances and the way things played out, for them to stop me from dying, that was 11 days of torture. And then the journey began. Crazy, brother. That is crazy. Especially like looking back, 2017 isn't that long ago. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like, like if you told me, like, oh, this is 2004, I'm like, oh, you, you've done a long, long road of this, but like, right, that's incredible. Like, I, I like didn't believe it at first, and I was like, yeah. holy shit! I was like, that's dude, that's so fucking cool. I it's, love that. It's bananas. It's interesting to think of. Like, I, a lot of people go, did you switch? Like, did you swap habits? Did you swap addictions? Did you? Is is the gym your thing now? Um, 
basically saying, did you switch one addiction for another? I'm telling you this, man. I spent 12, 15 hours a day depressed in my bed and then drinking every hour, a shot per hour, almost 30 shots a day. That was roughly, it was over 10,000 shots a year just by myself, right? And then I'm in the gym 45 minutes to an hour. Where I'm going with this is the amount of progress, success, and just superhuman kind of experience that I have taking care of the machine that's taking care of me my entire life. 45 minutes of that thoroughly outweighs all 12 hours I spent running myself over with a truck. <laughs> it's just, it's you, you get addicted to happiness. You get addicted to doing the things that you love instead of finding reasons to punish yourself with the things you don't like. I love that. I love that. So let's talk about that transition. Let's talk about after July 11th, after, after detox and all that, like what was in your mind to get to where you are now? And then we'll talk about what you're doing now, because it's a laundry list of stuff that you're doing. <laughs> you, <laughs> what am I not doing? I know when I, when I linked up with you first, I thought you were playing like uh, video games in the background. Like, no, this is all my, my beeps and notifications. I'm like, this yeah. guy is this ding ding non-stop yeah. but yeah let's yeah. talk about that what, uh, so we'll even i'll even describe it right now what's up tiktok these guys are over here watching me on tiktok my I TikTok love fam's over here i've got the discord server going on we've got the whole community we're sending water breaks to everybody so we're all incredibly active and we're yeah. all supporting each other it's really amazing so i'm gonna say this i say this to everyone i had no idea that i could be this person do you think I wrote it down? I was like, that's the type, that's who, I know exactly who I, dude, I accidentally became who I always wanted to be. That's awesome. The reality with, with, with shifting into who you're ultimately going to be is it's not changing. You're not changing anything. You're actually transforming. Meaning you're taking off those layers and applying new armor, new stuff, right? You are transforming into who you always were or always wanted to be. So, when <laughs> you gotta keep in mind, my my fiance saved my life. She's the one that called nine one one. The doctors stopped me from dying. I saved my own life. I am the hero of my journey because first off, the doctor said this. He says, first off, do you want to live? Because they gave me the option. You can die here. It's fine. We've already set everything up. You can die, right? Or you can commit to saving your own life. Do you want to live? And it was at that moment that I had my oldest stepdaughter. She was only like 10 at the time. She's holding my, my hand and she says, well, you have to try. I'm like, all right, game on, let's go. <laughs> I had no idea what that meant. I didn't even, I was just like, let's do it, right? It was that moment that I could have given up or I could have stepped into who I ultimately wanted to be and start becoming who I am today. And so I went through that torture, man. That's, that's a gruesome story. Uh, but then from there, what, what happens? I'm back on the couch where I was before. I have nothing, nothing. Right. I'm sitting here as a human being. I'm on 19 pills a day. I can't even walk. I'm stuck to the couch, right? I can barely think. If I stand up, I'm getting dizzy. I still can't eat. I can barely drink water. Everything is the most difficult thing I've ever done in my entire life. Everything. It's like being reborn. It's, it's not fun at all. And keep in mind, I tell this story because I am the most extreme example most people will ever, ever, ever hear about. Most people don't have to worry about what I went through, which puts everyone in a better position to take care of themselves than I was, right? Right. So being on the couch, I'm sitting here going, dude, I've, you know, I was in sales for years. I was a celebrity DJ. I've done more than half my life than most people will do in their entire life. How do I, what do I do? What do I want to do? And the reality is, is, I wanted to find happiness, man. I wanted to figure out what that meant, what that is, what it entails. If I could be happy with absolutely nothing, I will be the most successful person on the planet. And so I started looking at things and going, what does happiness mean to me? What does it look like? Is it an Oreo? Is it Nike shoes? <laughs> is it the ability to walk? Is it me being funny? What is it? <laughs> that defines happiness for me. Because the reality is, I knew more about what happiness wasn't than what it is. So I had to write that stuff down and go, what do I like? What do I not like, right? What, what, what isn't happiness? And then I realized that all of the things that were upsetting me, I was no longer around. 
I no longer had to worry about those people or that person or that thing or that money or that whatever. I had none of the things that would bring me into a depression around me. Right. I started to recognize that I'm in a position forcefully through the universe or whatever happened to look at myself and go, it's okay to be happy. You've got to create this. So I started practicing allowance that allowing myself to be happy I found happiness. I created it from nothing, from within. I didn't go, I couldn't leave the couch. So I had to figure out how to allow this into my life. And then once I allowed happiness in, my art started taking off. My thoughts started getting more accurate. I started having more energy. I started focusing on walking more. I started focusing on drinking more water. I started rewarding myself instead of begging for someone to give me a trophy just for getting to the bathroom. I became my biggest fan. There was nobody around me. It was just me. So I had to be my own support system, which is what we all are. No one's coming to save us. We are here to take care of ourselves and use those strengths to support others as they save themselves, right? So from that understanding, from that perspective, from that feeling, I started going, how do I start impacting lives? How do I take everything I know, package myself up, and become a product or a service. And then I started investing in myself. I started, I was a, I'm still a photographer, professional photographer. Started doing all these side gigs, taking that money, investing it in online programs. I started schooling myself as an entrepreneur. I started studying YouTube. I did YouTube so well that I became monetized on that platform in three months where it normally takes people four to five years to start getting paid from YouTube. Right. Right. So I tackled that. And then I realized that, dude, people really want to know how I did that. Am I an educator? I don't know. I, I want to help people. I want to support people. So I started packaging all this stuff up. And this guy's like, dude, I will pay you to teach me what you did on YouTube. <laughs> okay. That's when I started getting into the education space and becoming a master coach, right? From there, I started realizing all of my, we'll say, quote unquote, talents and skills and possibilities. And then I started building websites and failing, building websites and failing and just crushing it. And I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing, 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 right? I just showed you my desktop. It's chaos, bro. Yeah, it was. It's all organized. It was. Right? So I was able to take all of that stuff and then start building AFID Inc. And it's teaching people how to build businesses from zero, how to do everything that I did, how to go from less than nothing to something, how to go from your most extreme struggle to figuring out what happiness is and utilizing that happiness to be the fuel for the rest of your life. That's how I created the Mantis program. The Mantis program is now uh, highly, highly sophisticated, super, super sophisticated, very powerful online program that helps people. Yeah, go into go that. From, yeah, negative zero to $100,000, man, syndicated. It's recognized all over the world. Thousands and thousands of people take that now. Where I go with this is I had no specific direction. I just had an idea. I didn't start supporting people or even telling my liver failure story like this until a couple months ago. But a couple months ago, I was in a position where I could go, I know more about how not to live life <laughs> that more people can relate to than right. successful people. Let's talk about why we're struggling and how we can get through that so we can prepare ourselves for success tomorrow. That's why my TikTok's been blowing up. That's why I've got the Discord servers going on. That's why I have three, I have nine different clothing companies, three businesses, 16 business partners, in, international best-selling author, tons of podcasts just like this. That's what I'm saying. You made me write this whole list out. I'm like, I'm making him say all this. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it just doesn't stop. I, I'm... I know what to do with an empty cup as much yep. as I know what to do with a full cup. I know what to get rid of and fill it with. And I also know what to allow into my life. Those healthy boundaries, opportunities just like this. Dude, I said, yes, man. <laughs> Let's go, bro. Let's go. Let's go. Absolutely. You're in this place now where you give back. It's not that I have a whole world. I'm not throwing out Ferraris and all this stuff. Right. I'm throwing out value. Things that change lives, man, information that really transformed the world. And more importantly, I am my message. I walk and do and feel and think what I say. 
24 seven, doesn't matter where you find me. If I'm in the gym, you still got me. If I'm here on a podcast, you got me. If I'm on YouTube, you got me. A TikTok, you got me. I'm the same dude, no matter where you go, right? So it's just capitalizing on your happiness and moving towards who you want to be. Even if you don't know exactly what that's at, every time you say yes and don't see things as a risk, everything becomes an opportunity and your results are inevitable. And it's true too, because I wouldn't say people can relate to you for what you did, but the normal guy that you were to be like this super natural guy, like from the inside <laughs> that you, that you've built is yeah. great to see. And like, I think I said this to you and I was like, I, your positivity is contagious. I said something to you like that. And you were like, <laughs> no, man, it's like, I, it's, it's something you said something else. And I, I remember it being like, yeah, I was like, you just, you ooze off positivity and it got me jacked up, but it got me like hyped up. <laughs> Look, the reality is happiness is only real when shared. And so, because I create so much happiness within myself, you gotta keep in mind, you can't just go like, water doesn't make me happy. It contributes to my happiness. I love water. I have a very positive, dude, come here, all right? <laughs> right. Water is the elixir of survivors, man, right? Where alcohol used to be like the villain for, for me. It was the answer, it was the problem, it was everything. Yeah. You know, so now it's, when you, when you get good at generating happiness from within and just going, everything is happy. Everything's a toy if you play with it. Everything's fun if you choose to make it fun. I, I look at things and go, this is my universe. I created all of this. Some people go, you, you got this God complex. No, this is my world. I live within it. If it's boring, it's my fault. How can I make it yeah. entertaining? I refuse to be a boring person. So I'm always generating some type of energy and using that perpetual energy to you know share it with the next person and obviously move the world forward. You had a TikTok I just watched not too long ago where you were at like a party, outdoor party, and everyone was drinking and you weren't and you were stressing like you can have fun not drinking. And that is like one of the biggest like stigmas for people that like don't want to drink and they're like, well, I have to if I'm in that environment and they feel awkward. And it's like, why do you have to feel awkward? 100% feeling this is here's the reality. When you don't care what other people think, you have no reason to be antisocial. You have, there's nothing that you're like, what? I don't care what you do. I'm, do, I'm doing what I do, right? right. And so trust me, I, I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with all of that stuff. That's the main reason why I drink. You know, I was a celebrity DJ, man. I'm on stage with celebrities and thousands of people. Give me the alcohol, man. Whoa, it's nerve wracking. But you go, now I go hang out. At, keep in mind, I don't go to bars. I went to a bar. <laughs> yeah, right. Those are my people. I don't connect with them. I, I used to relate to them. I don't anymore. Right. This is this is why when people go, once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. And I'm like, you show me one thing that relates me to an alcoholic, and I'll show you how similar you are to a kangaroo. <laughs> you relate more to a kangaroo than I do to an alcoholic. I'm just another dude on the street. I can go to a bar. I can go to a party. I can have a Christmas event. I can go to your, you know, extravaganza and chill out. Dude, I'll go dance over here, right? I'll go sit over. I go do what I want to do. I have no obligation to join in on what people call the party. They're stoked that I'm even there, <laughs> right? I don't. I could be anywhere, and I'm here showing you what happiness looks like with no alcohol, man. As a matter of fact, I feel like I'm a bummer to a lot of people at the bar because they're like, he's not drinking. Yeah, I was going to ask that. <laughs> do, you, do you get the old, like, so you drink? Why are you drinking? Like you must get that um, all the time. I used to. I now. I mean, I go around with my Beyond Sober hat. Like people oh, okay. be like, "That's a cool hat." I'm like, "Oh yeah, do things." <laughs> I don't even bring it up. Like no drink. Like nah, bro. I'm good. Water all day, bro. Right? If they can't accept you at your finest, they're not for you. You you don't owe anyone an explanation. You have no obligation to tell your story or I just I'll just sit and stare at you if you don't stop. Like what? Like okay, well. The reality is, is I died from doing what you did too much. What? Okay, they don't want to hear that either. The point is, is that <laughs> I go and I am actually more bubbly with people at the bar because they're sitting there and they want to be entertained, man. Yep. Deep down, I realized that like the people that were at the bar, they just want to tell their story, man. They're, they're in a, an emotional place and they want to be heard. They have something to say. They're waiting for their turn to speak. This guy told me about wrestling a bear, man, the other day. He's like, I shouldn't have done it, but I did it. And I was like, this is a killer story, bro. Tell me more, right? 
you don't have to have a beer in your hand or a shot or be drinking to have fun, man. Fun is what you make it, right? Fun is where you create it, man. This is what's interesting is the kids go like, stop, stop doing that. I'm like, what? You don't want me to act like a ballerina in the grocery store? No, just stop. You're the kid. Act like it. Why am I acting more like a child than you are? Right. I've 20 years on you, girl. Like, start dancing, right? Don't stop being a kid. <laughs> Do it. So we have so much pressure. And then we go, well, I don't fit in. I'm not one of them if I don't drink. Mm -hmm. Good. You know what? You're not one of them because you're taking care of you. You're, you are the answer. You are what they wish they could be. Someone that doesn't depend on alcohol. Someone that can have a good time with nothing. So there's sometimes there's that awkward kind of thing. Once again, I'm not here for you. I'm here to enjoy myself. Right. And I'm having a great time. You're welcome. They're right? the one bring. They're bringing it up, and you're just like, "Hey, I'm just here to dance and party." Exactly, <laughs> dude. Exactly. Like that's it. But Did you have a? People... No, I'm sorry. Go for it. Did you have a moment uh, when when that transition happened that you weren't feeling comfortable at bars when you were getting sober, or was there like an instance that you like? Oh yeah, I'm good with all this now. You have to first off say that you're okay. There's a, a lot of people going, I'm almost an ex-alcoholic. I'm not there yet. I love this, man, because you don't have to identify as an alcoholic at all. If you can go and hang out, you know, I think it was like Christmas, Thanksgiving or something like that. Everyone had champagne. This is when people were going, hey, we're going to bring this for you so you could drink with us. And I'm sitting here going, you don't have, you don't have to worry about me. I got me. I'm taking care of me. I don't. The, the alcohol is not the thing. I'm the thing. So alcohol is not the problem. I'm the problem, right? So if there's alcohol around and I choose to drink it, that's me. That has The alcohol isn't, there's no rope. It just feels like a rope tying you to it. So when you recognize that there's nothing chaining you to it and it's just a decision and you're stronger than the pull, then you veer the other direction, right? You, you start to inspire yourself. And then you go, dude, I don't care. Say you don't care enough and you won't say that you're fine enough and you'll feel you'll find reasons why you're fine. I had to challenge myself, I'm not saying, hey, bring on the alcohol. Let's see if I can resist. <laughs> yeah. I started to see my progress and my happiness and my abundance and success and go, if alcohol is going to take everything that's beautiful away from me, there's a problem with the way I look at alcohol. Alcohol is not for me anymore. I have no desire. I don't want to have any desire. I, I don't want to be attracted to it. So I'm not. I'm not an alcoholic. I can be around alcohol. You got to test it. You got to know, right? And then so from there, I look at that and go like, dude, hang on, enjoy, have fun. Get excited for them. Jealousy, bro? You think I'm going to be jealous <laughs> of the fact that you are drinking? What are you talking about? I'm having more fun than you are. <laughs> So let's, let's switch over to uh, social media influencer. So obviously that's an easy transition for you for being a people person as a DJ. Who would you have, who have you DJed for? Like who are I've some people? With like Lil John, dude, Skrillex. I've been on stage with Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, who else? Cali Swag District. District did a couple of shows with them. Played with some lower, lower end. I was I was a rave DJ. So I played out in the deserts. I've played with. Uh, oh my goodness, man! God, this is years ago. So I still have. How's your hearing? Your hearing still good? My hearing sucks, dude. It's it's horrible. It's ringing right now. This is the other reason why I wear this crap. People always say, "Take your hat off." I'm like, "No, trust me." No this shit. Tinnitus, bro. Yeah, I've got tinnitus. I got it. This fan is here for white noise. As soon as it gets quiet, it gets extremely loud, and no that brings shit. my anxiety. Yeah. So I was slamming music into my ears for 10, 15 years, man. Like really, really bad. Um, so I've played all over the place, man. I've, I did, at one point, I had over 5,000 events under my belts. Um, I was one of the highest paid DJs in California. I was booked seven days a week, which means I was drinking seven days a week. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just, it's amazing what happens when you think you're doing it the right way. You still right? mess with music at all? You know, it took me two years to start listening to music again. Really? Because Yeah, because music was my dream. Being a turntablist, being an, a, a rave DJ was my thing. And the problem is, is I got into the mainstream and then it became my job. And so I lost the love for the thing that was my driving force because I was getting paid to play things I didn't even listen to. 
which also contributed mm. to why I wanted to drink so I can enjoy Britney Spears <laughs> at 12 p.m. <laughs> it just the same song you've played, dude. I've played it hundreds of thousands of times. I'm so done with it. I'll just take a shot, let it play, stand here, be bored. Okay, and on to the next. So it's just is it it's just weird. But after that, man, I didn't listen to music for years. For years, I believe I, it. I did not know how to enjoy music anymore, especially sober. Alcohol will help you enhance certain things. You'll hear things in a different way. You'll feel things in a different way. It'll numb certain things out, and you're you're kind of creating space for you to feel things just a little bit differently. Yeah. And if that's all you know, then when you have none of that in your system, you're really questioning, who am I without alcohol? Because alcohol is your identity. And that's one of the major reasons why people will relapse. Is they go, I don't know who I am. I know more of who I am when I'm under the influence, so I'll just drink. Or I'll just smoke or I'll just do this thing because it's familiar. I'm more comfortable with who I don't want to be, which is insane to think about. So you look at that and go, wow, I've really fallen in love with someone that I don't even like. Yeah. <laughs> and you just get stuck and comfortable with it because that's all you know. Yeah. 100%. So that's getting outside that comfort zone. So even now, like homegirl put on some French music. I was like, oh, I'm <laughs> killing it. This is dope. <laughs> like, I love this. Right? TikTok. I felt so many people. I'm like, dude, you're singing, man. Oh my God. Like I'm sitting here now. TikTok. I will say this, man. TikTok brought me to life, man. Yeah. That's where I want to go next. You were out there, man. I forgot that there's a whole culture. Like the world is happening. I was just in my DJ bubble, man. And my survival bubble. So yeah, man, ask away, bro. Cause I got tons to say about. So with TikTok, I, I was asking you about this before too, is so you're, you're focusing more on the Gen Z side of it. The younger cats, man. Yeah, because you. Yeah. So with TikTok, social media in general, there's a lot of negativity on there. And I asked you, I was like, how do you deal with some of those comments or some of the negativities they say about you as a as a always an alcoholic? You know what I mean? Like so, like and yeah, yeah. Explain how you deal with that on there because it is kind of funny because I did go through your profile for the first time we talked, and I go, "Yep, he does this exactly what he said." Yeah, one hundred percent. So. (laughs) there's it doesn't matter what your success is it doesn't matter what you're doing it doesn't matter how far you've come it doesn't matter because nothing exists other than this very it's now in the past it's now in the past no it's gone it's gone it was there now it's here now it's gone you're in the it's all in the past so everyone's meeting you for the first time right here so that is their first impression of you. So when they see this shoulder fitness dude out here with a big smile, radiating Polly Shore vibes, they're like, buddy. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whistle. Yeah. They go and they're like, I'm a hate on this dude, <laughs> which is totally cool. I love it. The thing with that is we are so conditioned. To ignore those things and go, uh, it's just, it's okay. It's just those things. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just. Well, because it's so conditioned for us to kind of like not give it attention. We forget that unhealthy people are the ones saying that. So when someone is in a closed loop thought process, such as you're always an alcoholic, you're forever broken, you forever have an issue. Everything you did in your past is exactly who you are now. You're forever going to be everything that I don't even know you did. You just are. They're placing all of this emotion and they're projecting themselves onto what they see. They could only understand you from their own perspective. They have no other influence, no other frame of reference, and everything that they're interpreting is from their own angle. They're in a totally different environment. I can't expect you. I guarantee you, if you knew my story, you wouldn't say some unhealthy crap like that. So I take those things and go, let me show people what unhealthy looks like. And here's the thing. The reason I do this is because half of my comments is, oh my God, I think I'm an alcoholic. I just realized I'm an alcoholic. Whoa, how did you not know? Which is what I'm, where I go. But I just showed you what unhealthy looks like. And if that is a reflection of who you are, then you're now in a position to take care of yourself. <laughs> you now know that what you've been doing leads you down a road possibly of no return yeah so we and we get good at whatever we practice so i will take a comment like that and flip it and go this is what unhealthy looks like don't take this personally because here's the thing in the infinite world of all things possible 
in the infinite realm of every decision, everything you could possibly think, feel, and do, and all that stuff. Watch, there goes the camera, it's coming back. <laughs> in the infinite realm of all the things that could possibly be, you chose to say that to me. You didn't even have to say anything. Right. You didn't have to say a single thing, and you chose to be rude. You, you landed on that. That was the best you had, right? Unhealthy people do things like that. Happy people say happy things. Happy people do happy things. Unhealthy people say and do unhealthy things. And then that makes the vulnerable go, oh, maybe they're right. They're not. They're unhealthy. <laughs> That's it. So it allows you to remove emotion and then go, oh, I saw that. That guy, someone was saying that to Cody too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unhealthy people say that. And it helps people recognize that so they can live a happy life and not give their emotions away to people they don't even know. Because a lot of the uh, positive outweighs the negative. Because I, I always say, I'm like, what is that person's end game? They try to get somebody else to agree with them and they're just like two miserable people because misery loves company. It's like, what, what, do you, what is your end game, pal? Yeah. The, people don't think beyond their first thought. No, they, they obviously just, they don't. They have it, they go. They have it, they go. Unless it's an idea. If I have an idea, but I, I always reverse engineer anything I have going on. So I'm sitting here and I'm going, I think in solutions because we spend so much time focused on the problem. The problem will fix itself if you continue focusing on solutions. Stop giving your attention to the things that aren't working. Give your attention to the things that are working. It doesn't matter if you're in a business, you're working on yourself, you're doing whatever. The point with that is that all that time you're focused on dwelling on the problem and having an emotional reaction and giving your energy to the things that aren't working. You're just banging your head against the wall when all of that time and that energy could be flipped on eating an apple, <laughs> which is going to improve your health and then move forward. And then that problem is going to fix itself. So it's that progressive thinking or that open loop mindset. I talk about open loop because with an open loop, your mind wants to close it. It wants to have a solid thought. And if you're in an open loop, you're constantly trying to find the information to close it. And in the act of closing it, you're becoming a more expansive person which is how we become beyond sober, dude. That's a good transition. It's, that's the morale army, right? Moral army, yeah. Mor mor <laughs> what did I say, morale? Moral, yeah. Why, no, okay, so what, where's the name come from and why is it spelled that way? It's M-O-R-A-double-L. <laughs> all? Okay, so moral is M-O-R-A-L, right? We all got morals. We have a moral yep. compass. But I'm trying to encompass everybody. More, all, more for all, moral. So it's moral? compass morals for all more all of us right i like it i like it and so army here's the thing here's actually how it came up harrison ford indiana jones <laughs> was standing in front of like some congress person and was talking about gen z and harrison ford dude indiana jones was like gen z is like the moral army and i'm like Dude, buying it, buying it, buying it. I bought it. I went and yeah, oh, I'm doing it, dude. I didn't even know if it was a thing. Like I'm just I hear the idea and I run with it. So I went, did research for like a second, bought the domain, did all this stuff. Then I'm like, dude, I want to build a community around positivity, empathy, compassion, kindness, commiseration, right? Strengthening that moral compass. What we do today is preparing us for success tomorrow. So I look at the influence on TikTok. I look at whoever's hanging out with me and I go. Somebody somewhere is benefiting from what I know. They are bettering themselves because I'm alive, because of what I say. Even if you don't recognize it's happening right now, I'm still dropping that seed on a conscious or subconscious level. There will be a time, and people say it all the time, dude, I hear your voice when I think about alcohol because the voice is drink water. That is what's happening. So I go, if we're a moral army, if we are all looking at each other and going, I don't know exactly what you're going through, but I care about how you feel. We are applying extreme empathy, man. And moral army, dude, like as a collective, we're changing the world. We're shifting the narrative. We are applying more compassion and empathy and making magic, man. It's amazing. Then you've got those Gen Zers that are in my inbox that have been like, dude, I've been drinking and hurting people and this, that, and the other. I'm like, whoa, bro, we got to chill out. All right. First step, you know what's the problem, right? We got to start developing healthier habits, all that stuff. Uh, 
And so, yeah, that's that's where Moral Army comes from. And now I own Drink Water. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I own Drink Water now. D R N K W A T R. Dude, the, the ex alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's the elixir of survivors, bro. It's so badass, man. I love it. It's good that you're working with the the Gen Z because that's that's like the next in line. Those are the, those those are the minds you gotta you gotta you gotta meld to, to go the right way. How many? Yeah, whenever. How does it feel when you when you learn that you've helped at least one person? And by the sounds of the backgrounds going on now, I gotta imagine there's more messages coming <laughs> in of positivity. Yeah, um, like your your life story has changed other lives. Like your life changed for yourself, and it it blossomed to uh, like probably a million other people. One hundred percent, man. And and the truth behind that is. I don't take credit for your success, man. You did this. You did this. You set this up. You made those moves, man. The same way that I make moves. We we measure so many things and go like, he has a podcast and he has a clothing brand and he has a business and all this stuff and I'll never get there. And then we compare, dude, if you drink water today, that's the same amount of success that I feel when I close a sale in the store. When I end up on a podcast and I'm done hanging out with you, bro, I'm like, yeah, that's the same feeling I have when I'm like, uh-huh water yeah success is success and the feeling is a feeling so when someone goes dude just watching your video is enough dude i'm telling you man like i tear up every night every night there's somebody in my inbox and they go even today they're like i have a bed set up i'm checking myself in tomorrow morning thank you for speaking with me i didn't know it was so bad until i saw your videos other people going i was throwing up blood for the past two years and thank you for spending five minutes with me. I haven't thrown up in three days. Holy crap, dude. Like, I got chills just thinking about it. Yeah, like, that's that's powerful. Incredibly powerful, man. People that are reaching out to me going, I've never told anybody this. But I am an alcoholic, and I keep it away from everyone. And I feel like you're the person that will not judge me and accept me at, at what I consider my faults. And I'm like, dude, this is... This is magnetism to another level, right? This is how the things aligned. When you look at what had to happen to me, there's only five places in the world that do what the doctors did for me. Five. They called 911. I ended up in, in that, that ambulance. They didn't take me. They told me I was going to die. A bed opened up in another hospital. They took me over there within a couple hours after surgery, after all that stuff. Cardiac arrest twice they put me in icu twice you're gonna die here right they saved me from dying three times excuse my language three times right you can swear on yeah <laughs> okay and then and then i end up in the third hospital man and then they're like they're like we have a research facility a bed opened up an hour ago we're willing to offer it to you i'm telling you man like the way thing the way things played out the, the, the series like the universe had to align perfectly just to give the opportunity for me to have this conversation with you right now yeah, seriously so, right but then we also i also look back at that and go dude you've been in sales your whole life man you help businesses you work with ceos you've been a dj you got the gift of gab right you love people you're you do all these things and you have such a huge heart and you love seeing other people succeed your success you live through other people's success, man, I'm so excited to see other people succeeding. God, it's so good, man. I'm your biggest fan, right? You put all that stuff together and then you combine it with the power of TikTok and social media and all that stuff. Then I go, dang, this is why I'm here. And it's no, it is no bullshit like that. Like what you're saying is hundred percent true. Like, like I went to your, I went to your website. I was like, I'm email them. I'm talking to them. Like you, it's no bullshit, but like yeah. straight up, that's, that's who you are. You're a yeah. real dude doing real shit. <laughs> 100%. And you got to keep in mind, like, here's the other thing. At no point, and this is for everybody, at no point. I'm wearing my sober mode. This is a gift. Like, sober mode, he's like, hey, dude, I love what you're saying. Like, can I send you a shirt? Yeah, absolutely. You got to keep in mind, everything that I do, even the website that you went to, I built after people started paying attention to me. It's not like I sought out, hey, I want to be a public speaker. I want to be on podcasts. I want to talk about right. You got to keep in mind, nine hours of my day is working with highly successful, amazing people that don't have problems. <laughs> but then there's millions of people that are going, I dude, my father died from alcohol. My sister died from alcohol. My boyfriend's in the hospital. He's got liver failure. That's how my aunt died. My friend's yellow. Oh, my God. Like, they just had no idea 
that there were other options or that someone like me even existed. So based on that information, and this goes for everybody, you don't have to know what you want to do. Just start doing it and then align yourself with what serves your purpose. You don't have to know your purpose. You find your purpose along the way. Now I'm starting to look at this and going, I've been building like highly powerful programs for master coaches. And there's more people that can benefit from this story. And I can help more people do more things and live happy, find happiness, be happy, find even greater success simply with some words, man. So that's where I'm putting my energy. And that's why I build my products and my services and websites and opportunities for those people that will benefit from who I am, not just my story. Before I go into it, it was funny when I was showing my wife who you were. I was like, oh, I have Cody coming on. I was like, yeah, liver failure survivor. And I showed her your TikTok. She's like, oh, I seen him. I was like, of course you did. <laughs> the other day, man, I finally figured out that I so, when someone else says that you're famous, it all take it. Because I was in the gym. I was doing my thing. And this guy comes up and we got our masks on, earbuds in. I've, I've known him for a long time. He's the guy that got me to buy like a big jug. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I love water. He's like, check this out. He it's was a like, jug. Yeah, he's, this dude comes in. I forget his name. Super sweet. He's like, dude, my girlfriend sent me a video. You're like famous. I'm like, what? And he's like, dude, you have a TikTok, right? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you talk about alcohol? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, dude, she sent me your video. It's like, no way. She's like, I know that guy. I was like, what? So I'm in here, dude. It was just so badass. And the reality is, dude, I'm so, so incredibly beyond humbled that people will first off um, consider my words and then second off actually take action. That That's that's bananas. That, honestly, it's so like, I there's not, not even enough words for me to really, really conjure how powerful that is. Cause it's, it's not me, man. It's not me. I'm just watching people take care of themselves. We're stuck in these machines, man. Life yeah. is what we make it. You are all in your own universes. And I like to ignite people as a master coach. I help people become talented in being who they actually are. When you know who you are, you're very self-aware. You understand your powers and your strengths. And we can spend less time dwelling on the things that aren't working for us. We become superhuman and we share that superhuman strength with the people around us. And we have a smile while we do it. I feel like that's the whole point to life. <laughs> That's perfect. And it was funny too, because after we talked the first time I went to take some more information and, and you were doing one of your workouts, I'm like, this dude's built like a brick hit house. I'm like, what? I'm like, I didn't see this coming. I was like, holy shit. I'm like you, dude, you, you are incredible. You, you're an incredible human with incredible stories and just empathy. You have so much empathy for people and it's everything you say is so true. And most people that do what you do and you've seen it, it's yeah. all fabricated and they, it's not really who they are. And I think we did touch on that a word. little bit. That's a really good word. And and so with that, you got to keep in mind, I'm a master coach. I'm sh I'm leading the shift in the mentor coaching industry. I teach, I'm a leader for leaders. So I teach coaches how to connect. I even have a program called Anomaly, <laughs> which was built off of this series of circumstances. The Anomaly program is teaching people how to connect with themselves and how to ultimately connect with the people around them, whether you're a leader looking to have an influence, whether you're just trying to have a conversation with your friends and family, whether you're just trying to sit pretty with yourself, dude, and really get to know you. Uh, with that shift, I have taken these programs, I've met some of these people, and I know that there's people in it for the likes, I know there's people in it for the fame, I know there's people in it for the money, which is just disgusting to me, I'm not driven by money at all. And then I go, we're skipping the most important elements of all of this, man. Who are you? If you don't know who you are, and I give you these tools, you're going to figure out who you are using these tools the wrong way. I need to set you up and you've got to work on aligning yourself and be in a position to where when I hand you these tools, you trust yourself enough to swing them properly. And I'll be your support as you do that. An individualized approach to something that is beyond powerful, man. It's amazing what happens when you ignite people in the right way. They will the change the world. The positive, no, the power of positivity, PMA, positive mental attitude. You know, yeah, you whatever. that leaks out of you. I love it. Um, Thank you, man. I, I can't appreciate all the time you've taken with me. Dude, 
yeah, I got to have you back on. I, yeah. I feel like me and you could talk for hours on it. I need to come out there and hang out with you. I feel like your energy, you're like my big brother of California. I like swing through, man. Let's just, go. Just be like, just being a brash, just brashing out there. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll grab some water, dude. Yeah. yeah grab water. I feel like I need to skateboard out there. I feel like you're an unlockable character in a Tony Hawk game. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. You know, it's funny. Most people go, you're like, if Polly Shore and Vin Diesel had a baby. I oh, like, oh, I can see I'll that. that. I'll take that. Right? Vinny Shore. <laughs> yeah no they call me vin weasel dude you you gotta trademark that i dude i was vin weasel on tiktok for like six months and then i was like i just i'm just gonna go by my name cody man so cody io means in out ins and outs that's the whole point is that this is this is the truth man we we look externally for so much stuff and we go this is gonna bring it in when we've got to internalize these things and push that information out, it grows from inside and it becomes our exoskeleton, right? <laughs> becomes who we are. And so that's that's the whole reason why I go Cody.io and, uh, you know, I help you transform. I like that. And the way you spell Cody is pretty badass too. I've never seen it spelled like that. So you're just an original dude from like beginning to middle because there's no end for you, I feel like. Which, there, there's definitely no end. I get involved with as much stuff as I could possibly handle and I can handle a lot. As I was mentioning, dude, I get, sometimes I'll have that block and I'm like, what am I doing? Who am I? Wait. (laughs) Oh yeah. Go, go, go. Right. So I get involved with a whole bunch of stuff. And and here's, as you mentioned that, the reason why I sit well with so many different areas is because I'm in that constant state of expansion. Um, I'm curious. I'm an incredibly curious person and I think objectively. So I look at the universe without emotion and I apply my emotions uh, in a way that's going to help me move forward. So that place of constant expansion is how I'm able to connect with people on a quantum level and help them literally take their life to the next level. This is where my favorite thing, I'm going to tell you this, my favorite thing, bro, favorite thing on the planet, give me five minutes and I'll transform your life because here's what happens. Someone will show up with an issue that's been bothering them forever, breakups and this or alcohol and all these things. And I'll go like, the reason this happens is because you feel like this. Boom, dude. And then they wake up and then weeks later, she's like, oh my God, <laughs> like this is gone and that's gone and that's gone and that's gone. And my favorite thing to say is, do you even need me for this conversation, dude? You're just sharing all, you didn't even need me. You just need that one ignition. And that's, that's my favorite thing is to help people really understand themselves so they can design a future that they love to live. Love it. Absolutely love it. Let's end with some fun here because I think I told you to think of some uh, some movies and music suggestions. I know you lost the love for music, so I would love to hear your uh, <laughs> your suggestions. But like, what's a song that like either brings up an old memory that you'll always have or something that's like always got you through tough times or just something you're listening to recently? Like, do you have any good music to be recommended to everybody? Check this out. If you guys want to understand where I was raised like the the mindset that I was raised in the raw the dirty you guys know I'm wearing I'm a hip-hop I'm a b-boy breakdancer all that stuff if you really want to understand where my head was and a lot of my influence then you're going to want to listen to atmosphere um atmosphere his song scapegoat (laughs) is oh my goodness those lyrics man are dude I we were listening to Eminem before he was on the radio. Like atmosphere has been a major staple in my life, um, especially throughout the gym. Uh, nowadays, dude, I'll listen to Bieber. I never knew I would like the Biebs, dude. I <laughs> Bring on these peaches, bro. Like you learn to just stop caring what other people think. You're like, bring it on, man. Look, it's good news. I like it. Yeah. I don't care if you, I love it, right? I, I'm a Kesha so, stan. I, I'm a big Kesha stan, so I don't yeah. even care. I'm about that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's so dope. We we look at us and go like, are other gonna people gonna like me if I like? I don't care if you. Like yeah, me. yeah, that's so it's, funny. With I atmosphere, I um I learned about him because you might know Murs. Murs rolls with atmosphere. Yeah, yeah I I was a huge Murs guy, so I, that's how I learned atmosphere. Um, is amazing. Dude. Yeah, Murs yeah, is great. Underground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then nowadays, man, like I never thought that I'd be into like Kim Dracula, and uh, <laughs> just that whole. Dude, synth talk is amazing. <laughs> like, there's so much stuff. I'm it, my heart is with any groovy, down tempo, chill, funky pool party. Just 
<laughs> just oh, I think that's bass. I think that's just in your head still from from all the Bro, years ago. Like, I used to be a pool party DJ, so that vibe is just so my thing, man. Just get dirty. Deep house is like where my my heart is, soul, right? So yeah, I used to my slogan used to be hip hop heart electro soul. All right, all right, I dig it. I don't know if you can see this. My two California grab groups. I love dude, dilated J- peoples. Yeah, because I got bro. I was raised with J5. Oh, I was J5. Raised with dilated hieroglyphics. People under the stairs. Nope. Jolly Tuna is my guy. I love Tuna. Dude. Tuna fish. Yeah. Dude. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm a J5. Like I got. I got it all signed by them. I got a like a J5 necklace too. That I, I don't think anyone bought it but me. <laughs> dude, good man. That's that. I'll I'll wear it from you. Look. Tuna man, when he got into Ozo Montley, that's where that like a funk in that groove. Yeah, the like, funk hunters, bro. Oh my god. So yeah, you and I are on the same wavelength. Yeah, man. dude. It's Anyone exciting. that know like people like J Five, but then when people know J Five, I like flock to them. I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my goodness, you bump some J Five, you got my heart. I will stop doing whatever. Huh? Is that J Five? Is that quality control? Oh my god, we're doing it. Dude, right, I, that going. happened to me a couple of years ago. I was in traffic, and you know, like when you drive with somebody that like kind of in front of you a little bit. I had just hit, and I like tried to roll up <laughs> and see who he is, and he drove yeah. away. I'm like, we could have been friends. The J5 MCs go, oh my god. Uh, yeah, dude, don't, okay, oh, dude. we have we to do two more. So okay, then we'll do a quick, we'll do a quick uh, movie, and then we'll do um, what your theme song would be if you were like a professional wrestler, fighter, or MMA guy. Ooh. That's a good one. Got you. Um, my favorite movie on the planet, also along the realms of atmosphere, is <laughs> Fight Club, man. Okay. That's an all-time right. classic. I thought you were going to say Encino, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny, dude? Like, yes. Someone asked me today, do you really like Encino, man? Yeah, I love Atmosphere. That's a dude, great movie. TikTok, like, Atmosphere, I see Faye in a building. Dude, yeah, Atmosphere, but the Fight Club, man, Edward Norton, that whole thing, dude, I was, I went through a lot of emotional, like, under, I really grew, because the reality is, is I was the little guy. So seeing these bad, like, super hardcore, like, tough men, I was like, I aspired for that. Now I'm bigger than all of those people and don't have an angry bone in my body. I don't even know how to throw a punch. I think I do. So that contrast is very interesting. Uh, <laughs> as for a theme song, brother, oh my goodness. Yeah, like Cody comes out of like the curtain, crowd goes wild. Like what hits? What's hitting the arena? Yeah, I don't want to go typical with that stuff. If I, I know, this... hit. Oh my goodness. Okay. Is it Lil Lil Wayne's hip hop? Hip hop, hip. That, okay. That's super deep. I used to test like 40,000 40, watt systems with that crazy hardcore bass. Just, oh, just hit. And you oh, just have the whole crowd just doing it. Oh, dude, just like, the, oh man, like that's a good I, pick. I can't. I want to see someone do a TikTok in 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 a car, which is packed with subs, bumping that jam, dude. Just just be shaking. One thing about hip hop when it hits, you feel no pain. Micro. Oh my goodness, yep, that'd be that, amazing. That that's a great one. That is a great one, Cody. <laughs> I thank you so much for taking the time. This has been so much fun, and I'm not just saying to have you on again. We I gotta have you on again. We gotta do another part two of this. Yeah, um, 100%. let's. Let's end with um with anything you got everything you got actually where they can find you uh, social media websites anything else you want to promote just floor is yours my man nice man well I make it easy Cody.io on everything Instagram Cody.io um, Facebook Cody.io or Cody Rain right you can Google me Cody Rain <laughs> and of course um, it's not spelled Rain R A I N it's R A Y N E all right yeah. I was named after a water soft company <laughs> Rain Water Company. <laughs> Uh, my parents are hippies too. Uh, so, oh uh, yeah. And then what else, man? TikTok, Cody.io, man. You guys, you, TikTok's over hanging out with me right now. Yeah. Um, you find me everywhere, dude. And like, I'll, sh- I'll share. I'll share you too. I'll, yeah. Everyone Check can find Jeezy. If people want to stay in contact with me, I have tons of links. Oh yeah. I mean, everything. Anybody that's like struggling or just wants to maintain contact and kind of surf the waves that I'm creating, just go to Cody Life. K O H D I L I F E. Drop your information in. You can jump on the survivor list. I'll reach out to you every single day with a video, help you drink water. You want to join the fitness program? Everything's in there. Everything's free. And we just stay connected, man. It's super fun, super powerful. And there's thousands of people that I'm working with right now. I'll drink to that. Drink to that, brother. 
I've been dying for a sip of water anyway. Cody, thank you again. I love you so much, and I can't wait to chat with you again, my man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's been a blast, but let's do it again. My man. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.